Hey guys, Hip Camacho here, and I am so excited to be connecting with you through this amazing, amazing channel that is the podcast world. I want to thank everybody who's been so encouraging in this time. Obviously, I haven't posted in a while. And, uh, you know, getting DMs and messages from people, just, you know, even the curiosity of asking when the next uh, episode is, that's so encouraging. So I want to thank all of y'all, the real ones out there. And um, today I kind of wanted to jump on because, you know, I, you know, if I, I'm seeing a lot of this content that is out there, I know you you are as well. And I'm talking about obviously what's going on in the world, not just my world. Um, or your world, um, events as tragic as what's going on in Ukraine right now makes us, uh, reminds us and, re- you know, brings us back to the realization that though we are all um, so unique, we are all part of humanity and share this world. And regardless of where, where you stand in the political spectrum, um, any agenda that places its importance over the life of any one individual is absolutely flawed, wrong, evil. And um, what's going on right now, it's it's heartbreaking. And, and I just felt, you know, obviously the privilege that is that anybody would care or even be curious to, to tune in to a, a podcast. Um, it's a privilege. So I'm not going to waste it. I'm not going to waste that privilege and, and, and not jump in and share and I wanted to just share my heart, not so much about this topic, but something that was inspired by this, because what we're seeing really is um, the entitlement, right? The entitlement of, 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 of an individual, um, of, of a group um, that feels uh, as though they're proving their point or they're gaining is reason enough for others to suffer. And that brought me to a, obviously less of a high stake topic, but it really made me think about privilege. Like I mentioned earlier, even having a podcast, the fact that you are listening right now, whether it's one or a million, the one person listening, tuning in, sharing a content, consuming, it's a privilege. Every time you're on social media and, and you choose to connect or engage with someone's social media, we call that following. And what I know is that there's only one thing that makes you a leader, and that is a follower. So whether you have 50,000 or five followers on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, that makes you a leader. That is a privileged um, role that someone would um, have to make the, the, the impact to to. The, the decision to, to click on a button to say, hey, I, I give you access um, to influence me. And right now, honestly, the algorithms and the way they're set up is that they cater to your preference. So sometimes the way we consume media is so um, it already designed for us that it doesn't challenge our way of thinking it just feeds it because whether you're more towards the right or the left because the algorithms know your preference it just continues to feed you a narrative that keeps on perpetuating itself and sometimes it's good to hear your own thoughts and this podcast has been that for me personally 
to sit here at home and you know when we record these episodes i'm always at home so it gives me perspective i see my kids running around there my, my, my office doors is glass so you can see into um the living room and, and and my wife crystal's here and the dog's outside and you hear cars that's why you know you can hear the kids watching tv right now um because at the end of the day you know this this right here is is, is all that matters and yes there is it's a privilege to to, to get to travel and speak and go places. But, you know, I've, I've told my friends we travel all the time um, to get perspective because, yes, I, I love that they travel and, and they should always keep traveling as long as their favorite destination is always home with family. And and this this everything that's going on in the world kind of gave me a perspective of how blessed I am to have a home and to have um, my wife and my children, my two girls and we we rescued a a dog off the street a couple of weeks back. I'll share about that in a future episode. So you know he's part of the family now, and uh, yeah, I'm a sucker. Okay, I'm a sucker. But uh, <laughs> you know the the perspective is that there's so many other people that are not in the privileged position that we have. So if you're a leader at home, if you're a leader to your one follower or your two million followers, the point is that. That is a privilege that is given, that is absolutely given. Um, a lot of us, you know, don't deserve it. There's so many people that are famous that shouldn't, and in, in my opinion, and so many people who aren't that should. Um, there's so many people who build a following because they're impressive, but once you get up close, uh, there's not enough content of character. There's content on the on the feed, but uh, it's not content that you should feed yourself with. And when I started talking about that world, the word privilege, and then you think about my personal context as a pastor, I grew up in a um, in a Christian home, and ever since I can remember, um, I can pinpoint it to maybe 12 years old, 11, 12 years old. Um, I, I mean, I always, <laughs> I remind me of this movie, uh, Goodfellas. Uh, it, it begins with this epic line that says, ever since I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Now with me, ever since I can remember, I always wanted to be a pastor, which is so <laughs> not the same. Um, and, uh, I remember since I was a young guy, I, uh, I looked at our pastor. He's an amazing man of God. He's no longer with us. He's with the Lord, but he's a legend. Um, his name is uh, Don Fermin. It's not his name is Don, but like they call him Don Fermin um, in Mexico. You know, called, you know the older gentleman Don. This is it's just a, it's just a, a, a matter of respect. It is a it is a name given to those you respect. The the the, the men. Who have accomplished something, not just financially, it just, it's just a matter of respect in the community. So Don Fermin was an amazing man of God, loved his family, loved his kids, built an amazing church, ended up buying an arena at some point. You know, the guy gave everything up to build the church. Um, and, and I looked up to him so much. And, uh, you know, he lived a, a great life. And to think back, um, I was drawn to the role maybe for the wrong reasons see i never really knew what a pastor did or what it entailed but i saw his lifestyle 
I saw the respect. I saw um, the joy that he had, and that—that's what drew me in. It was more of the fruit. It, I didn't know anything about the root, uh, but I kept seeing it, and it was so inspiring to me. And I remember I always wanted to be a a, a, a pastor. Ever since I was young, I would you know try. Um, I would cry on Friday nights when my sister was allowed to go to youth group, but I was too young. And then I found music, so I joined the worship team. So I was allowed to be in youth group because, you know, I was in the band and, and they needed musicians. So they would let me, even though I was too young. And uh, and then growing up, you know, now, it, you know, going through a, a, a very difficult uh, transition in the last couple of years into, you know, what I know is, you know, God's will for my wife and I's life in leading a church um, which is, you know, eight months old by now. And it's, you know, my favorite place in the world to go visit. And, uh, you know, we love our church community. We love the team that we get to build it with, with our friends. And, uh, you know, our whole church is just amazing. We just had baptism this Sunday. So I'm still like, you know, on the moon um, over local church. Uh, shameless plug at Local Churches D, which also this Easter, April 17, we're launching en Español 100%. Así que si me estás escuchando en Español, ve a Instagram o Facebook y síguenos en Iglesia Local SD. Um, it's going to be an amazing, an amazing time. And I'm probably going to start doing podcasts in Spanish. I mean, maybe I should just be consistent with English. But anyway, um, as a pastor now, again, now I'm thinking about the word privilege because I grew up seeing abuse in leadership um, in the sense of um, people abusing their role and without even knowing it. Craig Rochelle has this really, really great line that says the solution for abuse is not disuse, but proper use. So I'm not talking about abuse in the sense of, you know, physical um But um, I, I'm talking about in the sense of taking too much, taking too much. I heard this great TED Talk, and I can't even quote it right now because I don't remember who said it. Um, but it was an amazing, an amazing talk on philanthropy. And they had this great quote that just stuck in me that says, if you have to give back, you probably took too much to begin with. And a lot of, a lot of us in our context culturally in the church, which is the context that I'm in, Uh, sometimes we um, pedestal people who give back, but the truth is that sometimes the people can give back because they've taken so much. And uh, when I, when I, Crystal and I started this church, we began to fight that, you know, to an extent where it was not even right, because what sometimes looks right on the outside is not good, but sometimes it looks weird on the outside, but you don't even understand that um, are things that are necessary, um, you know, for, for pastors and leaders in the church to function. So even now as a pastor, I get asked the questions, oh, what do you do all day? What do you do, you know, during the week? Like, what is your job? And it's honestly hard to even answer that question because as a, as a startup church, a boutique church, someone that is hyper-focused on excellence and execution, our hours are spent uh, so much in right now in the beginning stages of the church in, in building things that people would not consider to be pastoral work. Um, when in reality, that you know, no one escapes this grind season. If you ever started a nonprofit or a church, 
or, or any organization, you'll understand that at the beginning, you have to get through jobs and tasks that are not your passion so that you can build a strong enough foundation to sustain the call. Um, but before, you know, the glory comes the grind, right? Those who are faithful in the little, you know, will be entrusted with the much, will be rulers over much. So right now we're in that season, in that small beginning. So we're doing a lot of work that, you know, I, I, I used to be part of a staff, you know, a staff that, you know, at some point was, you know, 30 people ended up being like 12 or something. But, you know, we, we had more staff than tasks during a week. I would find myself uh, sometimes hanging out with fellow staff members, just figuring out what to do during work hours because our church really got engaged with the community in the evening when people were available. And now as a pastor, uh, I do see it as a privilege. People see the privilege, but they don't see the work, right? Um, Most of the work of ministry is not public. It's not platform. That's what people focus on the most, but it's not really where it's done. Um, I believe that even promotions uh, publicly are given because of devotions privately. Um, I, I, I tell the team all the time, let's make the backstage our main stage. Let's, let's, let us really, really go to work in the locker room, regardless of what happens on the field. Like that's, that's already, that's like Sundays. Oh my God, we're enjoying Sundays. Sundays, we're giving room for God to do what he does best that we call that the, 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 the game, but we say we would, we're okay with losing some games as long as we never lose in the in the locker room. That's a great quote that I heard um, from Pastor Chad Veach. And again, circling back to that word privilege, this is the statement that I want to get to. Um, church leadership isn't designed to give you privilege, but it is the privilege. It is a privilege to lead in the church. It is a privilege to be trusted with the development of someone's life. Now, it's trust that goes both ways. Number one, people are trusting you as a leader. When when you're a leader, they they give you a privilege, which is, hey, I will follow you. Maybe they don't click the button, um, you know, physically, but the fact that they're showing up to your small group, the fact that they're signing up for your ministry, the fact that they're following you on social, the fact that they're showing up through those doors is a privilege. Like that is the privilege. But also on the other end, it is a privilege from God because the 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 the, the true riches is the souls of humanity, is the people. And sometimes we are so entitled to privilege that we are waiting for God's big thing, right? Like the promotion, the big announcement. But the fact that God would give you the privilege to lead even one of what he calls his greatest possession, which is a human heart, that is such a privilege. So how do we get from Ukraine to privilege? It's just it's just that. It's privilege. It is that sometimes we lose sight of how amazingly blessed we are. We count all the hours in the ministry, in the things that we give, but truthfully, it is immeasurable, the things and the hours and the blessings that God gives us. And in this podcast, you know, my aim is to stay authentic. And that's how I have seen uh, my upbringing in the church, um, navigating privilege, uh, not just in the church. I would say this, in any, 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 
um, corporation, in any business, there is that slippery slope of abusing power. This isn't a church issue. This is a human issue. It's just that humans are um, involved in the church. But at the end of the day, it just takes a daily reminder of gratitude, an attitude of gratitude, right? If we're going to tweet about it, it's an attitude of gratitude. It's waking up every day and saying, God, thank you for trusting me uh, with your most precious resource, a human soul. Lord, I, I thank you for the privilege that I have to lead any one person. And who am I that anybody would choose to follow me? But if you are leading um, and, 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 and there's still that in you that are fighting, you know, to enter into that privilege, you know, there's also the other spectrum of the imposter syndrome of like, who am I, right? But let me tell you, you are called, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You have a gift, you have a talent. Um, you know, I believe that leaders are born, but they're also formed. Like, I believe that it's a skill that you can develop. Like, maybe right now you have three followers, but, you know, and, and you feel like that call of God in your life makes no sense because he's shown you such a big vision. Well, it's because what you're in right now is not the end destination. It's just your present reality. So it's not about us settling and just squeezing the life out of what we have right now and, and eating the seeds. No, no, no. That's the equivalent, right? Eating the seeds. It's sow the seeds. Like take what God gives you right now, but always leave room for expectation and for prayer and for belief. Not that one day you'll end up in the privilege, but that every day you will enjoy the privilege of leading in the church. Leading in the church doesn't give you privilege. Leading in the church gives you privilege. Uh, let us remember that the, the higher in the hierarchy or however your church is set up, you go, the greater the responsibility, the smaller the room is for errors, the smaller the margin is at the end of the day. The more um, rewards you get, the more responsibilities that you get. And remember that Jesus model, the greatest of you is the servant of all. What does that mean? The pastor title just means you are the number one servant of everybody. We serve all around. Yeah, we serve up, but hey, we serve down as well. We serve around those, those that are with us, those that we're leading, those who are leading us. I pray that the church would be known as the most generous and serving community that when people think of our church at least local church that they would think people that are always available not just on Sundays but every single day at all hours of the day to to do the right thing it's not about pleasing people but it's about serving people while staying in 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 the realm of priorities because that's what pleases God is when we serve one another it is how we build relationships and right now the way we can serve the people who are struggling is by prayer that's all we can do we can cover them with prayer we can believe that things will come to a resolution sooner than later that no person will come in harm's way that children will be protected that mothers that husbands that 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 grandparents that that the hand of god will be all over the people who are suffering and that the leaders of the world will realize the privilege they have in making decisions that impacts millions of others. The world is watching. 
But if we can bring it back home, the world is watching you as well. There is somebody who is so influenced by your decisions. And if you're in a place of where you have taken all that privilege for yourself, it is never too late to shift. And what is the cure for privilege? It's just service, service, service. Go serve. You cannot serve and be entitled in the same second. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot. There's no you serving. No, 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 no. It's serving grounds you, serving centers you, serving reminds you of where you are, reminds you where you're going. Serving is what qualifies you in the private to be promoted in public. Let us not treat church as the source of our privilege, but it is the privilege to come and to be a servant in the church. Well, I want to thank you for listening to this episode. I am so excited for, for this. And today I just really felt it. I felt like like sharing uh, my thoughts. And uh, if you are struggling with this, if it's affecting you at a, at a, you know, at the heart level, at the mental level, you know, whatever I can do to help you, let me know. You can always send me a DM and uh, and I'll and, and and we will connect and and I'm excited to continue to build this. Um, I'm praying that you have an amazing week. And uh, if you thought this, you know, episode was thought provoking or inspiring or helpful in any way, it would mean the world if you share this. We don't advertise this at all. We just kind of throw it out there and hope that it blesses people. And a lot of you have been so encouraging by reposting. I always say it never on your feed, right? We never ask for that. But why not on your stories? <laughs> and uh, and yeah, it means the world again that you they they, they stick around and, and that you build this. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what else God has in store for this podcast. But I know that um, He gave us this platform for a reason, and it is a privilege to have it. And we'll we will not be bad stewards and not use it. So again, I thank you. Looking forward to our next episode. I love you so much. Before I say that again, because I always say that in and I say bye, please um, rate and subscribe um, because it just helps so much, okay? Like, for real, like, I just, anyways, I love you so much, and I'll see you soon.